right, here we go. Episode one, numero uno, eins, not dos. Um, unless you count the first one that I did, which I don't, because that's more of a teaser that uh, I really just kind of got long-winded on. Um, this is the first episode with a guest, so um, welcome to only the important stuff. I'm your host, Jeff Heinrich. Uh, first inaugural guest to the podcast is one of my best friends that I've known for 20 plus years, uh, Mr. Nick Dwyer. Thanks for being here, buddy. What up? What up? I am uh, I am honored to be here. First guest <laughs> on your podcast. It's the greatest honor of my life. Uh, well, uh, you know, well, look, no, it is. So we've is, done yeah. this. We've done this now. Uh, you're listening to this, and if this gets published, which I am which fingers won't. crossed, hoping yeah. it does, um, <laughs> right. this is our third attempt at this. Yep. Uh, we have gotten 20 minutes into the podcast twice already, and then uh, essentially have shit the bed, and things crash, internet cuts out, whatever. Um, and I'm starting to realize why people you know, go to podcast studios and pay somebody to do this professionally. Cause trying to do this on my own is a bitch and, uh, I'm not excited about it, but here we are first guest. And, uh, I say it's not your greatest honor cause, uh, you've got a couple other pretty great honors, um, about me that I'm assuming we're going to rehash again. So love to. that being said, uh, thank you for joining Nick. Um, yeah. It means a lot to me that you uh, agreed to be on this. Um, I, you know, I obviously I kind of knew you would agree to that in some respects because, um, you know, we've we've just got that relationship where I, I know I can count on you for anything. I mean, for crying out loud, you're in my will. If uh, wife and I both die, I asked you to take care of my kids, and you said yes. So, <laughs> you know, um, if I had to amend that, you're probably also going to get my dogs, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> So yes. I, I, I kind of assumed you'd say yes. So yep. I, again, that being said, uh, I am forever grateful that uh, you are my first guest and I couldn't imagine anybody else being on here. Um, you know, for those who don't know, uh, Nick and I went to high school together. Uh, like I said, he's one of my best friends. I've got probably three that I would put in that category. Um, he's at my wedding. You know, we played all the sports together growing up. We both at one point decided not to play football for a year, which is which I don't even, some of our dumb. I don't even remember that. Like I remember it, but I, it doesn't seem real. I know because so much of our high school experience was wrapped up in football In football. Yeah. That the fact that we just took a year off to play baseball or focus on baseball mm -hmm. was a wild thing. Um, but we did that yeah. uh, together. I'm glad um, I did it because I'm a professional baseball player now. Same. Yep. I've got millions in the yep. bank for yep. my career. I've retired. Yeah. But you know, it worked out well. Um, you know, we we at one point, it's not in the Guinness Book of World World Records, but it should be. We spent two consecutive years um together, essentially. Uh whether yeah. it was in school, which you know, whatever. Um, sports, baseball, hanging out in the summer, you name it, work, holiday in Fairmont. Shout out, shout out Hiff, Chad yeah. Johnson. Let's go. It's where we got our first minors. Justin Boney. Incredible place. Yep. Justin Boney. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. So, yep. so, yeah, I, Nick was the natural uh, 
choice for me to, to be on here because, like I said, we've done this now. This is our third attempt. Uh, we've had a solid hour of conversations that will never see the light of day. And, you know, barring some points that I'm going to, like, throw out there, they've been different every time. And so, yeah. obviously, we hope this one is as well. Um, so a little background on Nick, uh, and then you will start to hear him talk, I promise. Um, he loves being scared or, I guess, more appropriately, scares easily. Yeah, you're misspelling hates. <laughs> hates being scared. Yeah. Um, his cousin Ross, who, uh, you know, in my opinion, will be on this at one point, assuming he can spare us peons the time in right. between his multiple mansions, makes a, I mean, he's going to be get rich when he posts a, the viral video of you being scared, which he does at every opportunity. He sets up scenarios to get you to jump scare. Yep. Uh, he's taught his kids to get in on it, his wife. He's got your family in on it. All of our friends are in on it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sorry. It's fine. I think, it just, I think he's got... It brings us joy. Well, and that's what I'm here for. My, <laughs> my pain is your joy. Um, yeah, and I, again, I, I will contest I'm not... I'm not scared when these things happen. I am startled. And there's a distinct difference when huge difference this to my kids. Huge Daddy's difference. not scared. <laughs> well, I mean Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. No, I mean you're not if you're throwing a snake at me, I'm scared because I'm scared of snakes. Snake snakes suck. But if you're jumping out from a corner, I'm startled. I'm not I don't think my life is in danger. Why? I mean, well, I kind of do, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in more danger with my reaction to being scared yep. than I am. Yeah. Which is a byproduct of being our age, you know, um, yeah. running hurts us. Waking up hurts us. Yeah. You know, any, I mean, breathing sometimes makes my back hurt. We're in constant danger. We live in fear. Yeah. You know, so good for you for always being ready, I guess. Right? Like, I don't jump scare very easily, and that's probably really stupid of me. Like, I'm going to get hit by something at some point. I've never thought of it that way. I don't know who's more ready, you or me. Because you're, you're calm. You're not startled. <laughs> yeah, I think I am. I'm, I'm more aware. I'm more aware of my surroundings. So. Yeah, well, and I would argue that I'm more aware because they don't you. scare me. Yeah, <laughs> you're just more prepared to not get hurt, right? Right. I I am willing to take a shot and react after the fact. Mm -hmm. I think, and you're kind of thinking, I don't want to take a shot, whatever that may be—a nut shot, you know, you know, somebody hit me in the face, like whatever. It's just smart in in its own respect. I get that self-preservation. There you go. Um, he's also got a, a, an addictive personality or very easily, easily forms habits. Um, one point blew his life savings and his parents on scratch lottery tickets at the ripe age of... 18. It's a good time. Good time yeah. to get started. Yeah, food and fuel. I blame food and fuel. They were... It was on the way to school, though, right? It was on the way to school. I mean, you're only being smart, right? It's just saving time. You're, it's on the way. 
I do think what happened when I think about it is I was given scratch tickets, I think, by my parents for my 18th birthday. So good job, Dean. I cannot be held responsible. No, was that Dean or Paulette? Um, thinking back, it was probably Paulette. Um, okay. You know, it's it's funny because I, I one of my addictions, and it's not a it's not a, a unique one. I'm very addicted to coffee, mm-hmm. and my mom very much pushed that on me when I was yeah. in high school. She wanted someone to have morning coffee with, um, and so. I dove right in, and I've been hooked on coffee ever since. Um, well, two things. Yeah. If you don't drink coffee, you're a psychopath, and yeah, I don't you're, trust you. You're, you're a weird. Okay. Yeah. People who can just wake up naturally in their, I mean, out of your 20s. Yeah. Uh, especially if you have children, yep. and just go get it. Those people you have can fuck. Yeah, you can fuck right off. Drive off a cliff. I don't care where you go. I don't want to know you. Um, you don't understand my pain and what I go through on a daily basis. Do you think you're addicted to caffeine, or do you think you're addicted to the ritual of drinking coffee in the morning? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean everything. I and I like. You know me. I'm a chemically enhanced person. Yeah. I pretty much go through my entire day on some chemical of some sort uh it's probably not a good thing i'm i'm aware of that um whether it was caffeine mountain dew chewing tobacco nicotine i mean whatever right alcohol like i was always ingesting something that was changing the chemistry of my body yeah so yeah i mean i don't know see i I, that is a bad thing i like the i like the ritual i'm obsessed with the ritual of having morning coffee but I also mm-hmm. feel like physically ill until I have coffee. So sure, it, I think it's both for me too. But I don't have caffeine after noon because I'm 80, and I can't. I, I don't want to mess with my sleep. So I don't yeah. think I'm addicted well, to caffeine. Well, you are. No, no I. No, you are. Your I body's am. just. It knows when it gets its hit. Yeah. Right, from an addiction standpoint. Man, I love my coffee. Yeah. I mean, it's there's nothing better than waking up in the morning, having a cup of coffee. I usually listen to the radio and ignore my kids at the same time. It's, <laughs> it's a perfect blend yeah. of harmony. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> They're yelling at me, and I just don't want to hear it. Nope. Nope. Daddy's got to wake up. Just watch your show, eat your Cheerios, and you'll... <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I pay attention to them. Um, and I, in my favorite addiction that you've ever had, I, and I, I have to throw it out, was your addiction to, I mean, life-threatening addiction to nasal spray. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. I got on that stuff. Um, wasn't made aware that the more you use it, the worse your breathing problems get. I just got a cold one time and took nasal spray, could breathe immediately, and I was probably on it for three years. Yeah. Just had it on me. And I had You know what else does that? I had to quit Ross. Well, (laughs) 
Ross got addicted to nasal spray, and, and he'll be on, and I don't know if he'll admit it or not, but he did. Um, but who, no, who else? No, I said, you know what else does that? Oh, what? Cocaine. So oh, sure. Don't sure. don't ever get down that path. Right? No. Real easy to, you'll, you'll breathe real clear after <laughs> doing a couple lines of those, I'm assuming. I did uh, not. At least yeah, that's, how it's, that's how it's portrayed in movies. Right. Um. You've also had like a bunch of other like I think we've always like joked about like your rituals, but we don't need to get into those. I'm, I'm like your nighttime I'm, rituals. I have rituals that that vary. I mean, I got hooked on pickles um, at bedtime. So, <laughs> I mean, listen, bedtime. I own it. Yeah, at bedtime. It's a bedtime snack. <laughs> Did yeah. you also used to eat like cobbler or something every night? Every morning. Uh, during COVID, oh, yep. during COVID, I would make uh, this crock pot cobbler. I think it was cobbler. Um, mm. Just so many calories, so much sugar, and I would eat it for breakfast every day during COVID. It was glorious. That's awesome. That's yeah. outstanding. I mean, we look. COVID was tough, right? Like we all. We did our things to get through that period. Yeah. So if all you got into was cobbler, good for you. <laughs> like, yeah, got into cobbler, got into breaking up fights between my girls that when they were competing, because we did a lot of competitions during COVID. They're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. two of the most competitive people uh, that I've ever met. Yep. So I got very good at refereeing. Actually, I got very That's... good at just walking away. I would not ref. I got... <laughs> tired of it so i just walk away (laughs) yeah covid how about it (laughs) you know and like i i I, when i thought of like doing this i because i do think it's fascinating how people's lives change so much during that i think about it a lot um mine included i you know i totally up and quit my job. Uh, like a lot of people did. I was just tired yeah. of dealing with all the shit I was being asked to deal with. And, you know, looked at it and I wanted to, I thought like, oh, is this something I should talk about a lot during, um, during a podcast? And I know a lot of people talk about it and people are probably coveted out, yeah. which is why it's like not something I want to focus on. Um, but what a time. What yeah. a time to be alive. And yep. like to look back on in 10 years and be like, remember that? Like, you remember going through that shit? And it's going to be weird. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk about COVID. Let's talk about fucking space. You're a big space guy. Big space guy. You love space. Um, I think there are people out there who don't very, think about it enough. Very and it vague bugs statement, me. Right. It's a very vague statement. I love space. But I, I love feeling insignificant Mm -hmm. because I think it levels the playing field. I think that's, that's, you know, like we're all equal in that we don't mean anything. Right. Um, Right. And yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that, you know, how the universe works, I I highly recommend it's on the sci-fi channel. It's, it's really for smart people, but I think you can do it. I think you can handle it. Um, but it's, uh, 
man, some of the stuff that they throw at you is is mind blowing. I mean, one of my, some of my favorite videos, and we've like we text them to each other, is like how big something is in comparison. Oh god! Right, and it always starts out with like, here's Earth, and you know how small you are on Earth, and then it's like here's Mars, our Sun, and it just gets infinitely larger to like the biggest stars we know about and it's like jesus christ well it's it's it gets laughable right like right it's like what are we yeah and i i sit there and i'm like what are we doing right why 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 do we pour so much into you know our fucking expense reports right Right. Or, you know, I got to do my business plan for next year, whatever it may be. It's just, I got it so pointless doing all this stuff because it's all not going to matter in 20 years, 30 years, a hundred, a thousand, you name it. Right. And I know there are a lot of people out there who don't think about that, who don't think about space a lot. And I just don't understand them because there's so much of it. We don't know. And you think about space. So I do good on you. I love good on you. Love space. I'm a space man. Love space. Um, so on versions one and two of this, which you'll never hear, uh, I said Nick's a lefty. Yeah. He has since corrected me. He's not a lefty. Well, it's weird. You know, you talk about how long we've known each other. Um, yep. I mean, we're, we're a family at this point. And you're... And, you're, and, and what's crazy is that you've now called me a lefty and so does Ross, my cousin, someone I've known since I was born. Both yep. don't know that I'm not a lefty. Well, so, oh, and I, I will, I get what you're saying and I get your point. You write right-handed. And I throw right I'm aware of, and you throw right-handed. But just swing things left-handed. Correct. And that just makes you weird. Like golf courses are weird, different to you. Baseball was different for you. Yep. Um, you it know, makes me weird. You... It makes me weird. It does not make me left-handed. <laughs> no. That's... That's Are not... you a righty? Yeah. And why yeah. do you swing left-handed? I'm a right-handed person because I'm weird. You've, you've established that I'm weird. And that's fine. Fine. Yeah. Griffey. I don't, I don't Griffey. like that. Griffey. He has the same. He was he's... cool. Huh? <laughs> but he was cool. <laughs> I can wear my hat backwards. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Um, also loves to drive closer to the, close to the steering wheel. I mean, it's and it was. I know you have gotten better. Yep. Um, but it was an uncomfortable thing for a lot of people to see how close you drove to a steering wheel. A lot of people had a problem. And I think you need to explain yourself. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to explain what the fuck you were doing. Well, so I think the benefit of doing this twice, uh, <laughs> having it not record, was we did come to the bottom of this. We get <laughs> we got to the bottom of it that um, with my wife and I, Lauren, sharing cars, we don't really have one car for each person. I would get into the car when she would when she drove it last, and I'm far too lazy to adjust the seat. And so I just got comfortable with sitting closer because she sits close. She's shorter than I am. Um, and I think that's where it, where it stems from. But again, got a lot of negative feedback on it. And I took that negative feedback and I adjusted my ways. 
And so now was it negative or constructive? It's pretty negative. It's pretty harsh. <laughs> it felt it felt negative. Um, felt like you were getting attacked. I remember driving with Ross, and Ross took a picture of my knee and the gap between my knee and the dashboard, and sent it to everybody, and said, "This is <laughs> this is insane." So again, took the feedback. I'm, I'm you know, and I've adjusted. I'm, I'm not where you guys are, which is gangsta. Um, Fair distance, but I'm. I feel like I'm a safe distance away. That's fine. That's fair. I mean, again, like I, I said it, you've improved. Thank so you. good for you. You know, you're showing growth, yep. which, you know, you know, you also quit, you know, being addicted to scratch tickets and yep. nasal spray. So if anything we've learned about you today is that you can change. So yep. I, I, impressive. I, I think from a addiction standpoint, I just switch addictions. Um, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> the best i love being addicted to things like i love having habits i get i get addicted to working out and then i get addicted to not working out and it's (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know i just i don't know (laughs) i have it's it's a roller coaster man and we're just along for the ride i just yeah i I love i love habit and i don't know if i've told anybody this like uh so you're gonna be the first along with everybody who listens to this um I love habits so much. It was in my proposal to my wife. I need more information. What do you mean? I, you know, it's something along the lines of like, you know, you know, I'm a pretty uh, habitual guy. I like doing, you know, X, Y, Z, right? Like waking up in the morning, having my coffee, go getting donuts, you know, going out to eat on Friday night. And I want to build my life, you know, and create new habits with you or something like like it was part of my proposal. Jeez. <laughs> That's how much I love habits. Love it. Man, she <laughs> must have been like butter. This guy is a fucking <laughs> idiot. Yep. Um but how yes. How do I get him to shut up? Just say yes. <laughs> yep. Um <clears throat> big dog fan. Right? You're a big fan of dogs and big dogs now recently. Yeah. Yep. So again, I, you know, I have, we have two dogs. Um, mm-hmm. One of them is 50 pounds, one of them is 70. I think they're good sized dogs. I consider so them, those are good sized dogs. I, I consider yeah. Chase, the, the bigger one, to be a big dog. Um, yep. Or I did. And then I met Dave. And mm-hmm. the definition of big dog is now different for me. But man, I, I'm in love with Dave. I had an encounter with him last week and Enjoyed every second of it. He's a badass. Dave will redefine your expectations of dogs without question. And, uh, you know, we just got another one Yeah. Uh, on Sunday. Not a Great Dane. So Dave's a Great Dane who's awesome, previously established uh, in versions one, two, and now three. <laughs> um, but we just got, I'm going to keep bringing the fa- this up, the fact that we've done this three well, times. It, would, it wouldn't go any other way, Jeff. It wouldn't. <laughs> there's no way it was going to go perfect the second we started. At this point, I'm expecting this to like It'll shut count. off at any point. Yep. Um, so at this, like at this point, everything I'm saying, I'm just fully expecting to never see the light Here's of the day. The best part. But, Here's the best part. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No. I've poured a drink every take we've done. So 
I haven't even asked you what you're drinking, and that was going to be my first question for everybody. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Uh, I did it on the first two. Yep. Again, here we are. Yep. It's never going to see the light of day next, so feel free to say whatever you want. Yep. Um, but back to the matter at hand of Dave. Like We recently realized how good of a dog he was on Sunday uh, on a whim. My wife decided we needed to get Dave a friend that he could play with that was sort of his size. So we went and just got a Mastiff named Tina. Named Tina. Who is uh, who's a boss. And I'm not going to lie, she's going to be a lot to handle. Yeah. Um, she doesn't mess around. She takes it to Dave. She weighs 36 pounds right now. She's 12 weeks old. Which is huge for a 12-week-old. She's so big. Yeah. And not, like, tall. She's just thick. Yeah, she's and so, like, she won't be as tall as Dave. I mean, I, at this point, I think she might outweigh him, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. He's going to have another big uh, big friend to play with. But he's super good with her. Right? Like, he lays down so she can, like, jump on him. Because, obviously, she can't jump 10 feet in the air yet. Um, and he's good with our older dog. And he's good with our cat. And... Dave's good with all the kids in the neighborhood of various sizes. So, yeah, Dave's awesome. Dave's the man. You're a big dog guy. Yeah. Part of why I love you. Yep. Love, love dogs. Um, he's instrument. Nick, Nick is instrumental in naming the podcast. Um, only the important stuff, which was huge. I was stuck for, honest to God, a month. Um, there's a couple people who know I've been trying to do this and, I was struggling with the name for a while and I just finally like texted Nick and I was like, here's what I'm thinking. And he got back to me with some ideas and, you know, eventually came up with this one. And so I, I don't know, like from your perspective, like what made that pop into your head? Um, yeah. I, you know, I was trying it. to think of how this podcast was going to go and I knew your, your outline for it. And the reasons for it, which are all admirable and great, and that's why I think it's going to be successful. But um, at the same time, I knew that the the guests that you would have on would naturally divulge into pure nonsense, even if yeah. you're trying to talk about serious items. And right. so I was just trying to think of something that said, yeah, we're going to talk about important things, or you're going to talk about important things, but it's also going to be complete nonsense at the same time. So it's a bit of a sarcastic take on what you're going to be talking about. Again, I'm good for about one to two solid ideas a year. Um, that one spent me. So I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, you might as well. I mean, you need to let your boss know. Yeah. Let your family know. Guys, I'm out. Yeah. Right. If you need help with anything moving forward this year, thankfully, there's only three months left, four months left. No, I'm good You're for good. 12 months. It, it doesn't matter. Oh. It, yeah, no. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, it reminds me, you know, when you take a test, like when I would take tests in college and high school, I'd cram mm -hmm. and study, and then I'd take the test. And if you asked me to take that test immediately following the first version of it, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Once that information was out of my brain onto paper, it's gone. Yeah. So that's, 100%. that's where we're at. Speaking of tests. Oh, boy. Remember math. Uh, what year were we? Sophomores? Juniors? 
in Mr. Brooks's it's math Brooks. class. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a moment. That's one of those things you should I'm never going to live down. Yeah, I was going to say you should be ashamed. I, you know, I stuck with you through that. I didn't want to. It's fair. It's Jeff, fair. Jeff was a good math student. Um, right? It came naturally to you. Yeah, I get numbers. I don't know why. Yeah. What's crazy, sorry to sidetrack, what's crazy is that I am the math helper for our girls for their homework. Um, and I'm really good at it. No, I'm really good at it. Um, okay. Well, Allie, Allie, who's a freshman now, I'm, I'm done with her. Like, I can't help her anymore. Yeah. Her stuff is beyond me. But my yep. seventh grader, Avery, I'm still, I, I can still rock her math. Um, so this new math, yeah, it worked for you. No, 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 nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> the new Backing way up. of doing math does not work for me. Okay. What I'm saying, you just got better at it. I can, I revert back to what I was taught, and it all comes yeah. back to me. And huh. I can, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, <clears throat> you know. My wife is a hundred times smarter than me in every aspect, but not math. Facts. Yeah. You didn't. She's not a math person. Huh? Well, she's not. (laughs) You just didn't need to say it. You didn't need to. That's fair. It was very quick. I and I apologize. You know, Mm -hmm. um, but also true. She's smart. She's Mm -hmm. you know one of the smarter people I know as well. So. and I know you. Yeah. My, my point you, is, you know, <laughs> I, I am the math go-to in this house. And I think that's a pretty big upset. Saying something. So I, I'm it is. Yeah. And I don't want to say it's a huge upset because I don't want to offend you. No, it is. But it's a huge upset. It's huge. <laughs> huge yeah. upset. Um, well, how do we get here? We were talking about naming the podcast. Um, yeah. So for, you know, <laughs> We ended up on fucking math. Yeah. Oh, tests. No, so we were taking a test in Mr. Brooks's math class. I don't remember the grade. It was you, Amber, Brandon. You were all in a line behind me. We're taking this test. And, like, you guys were like, I don't know the answer. What's, you know, what do we do? Like, and everybody was, like, looking up at me. And I was like, I don't know either. I don't know. And then I they don't know. gave. This is, this is really hard. This is really hard. And then we get the results. We get our test scores back. And. Jeff got you got a hundred percent. We're all sitting yep. there with C's, maybe. <laughs> it's like, oh Jeff. And again, I feel bad about it. You, you know? Sure? Um I do feel bad about that. Uh and so, you know, I hope you accept that apology. You were trying to teach us responsibility and you were trying to teach us, you know. I really don't know what came over me that day because Charlie, I like I took accounting, like one and two and whatever, like in in high school as well. And I was like, Chuck, take this class with me. I'll do your work. Like you can just copy everything off me. Like I was one hundred percent okay with letting people copy off me. And for some reason that day, I was like, I don't know. And I just told you guys, like, do your own shit. (laughs) And it backfired. And so I'm sorry. Um, back to naming. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's fine. I mean, you know, 
again, I stuck with you through that, and I, I did not want to at that point. Yeah. Um, but also proof you're the math guy in your house. Yep. And none of it really fucking mattered in the end. So, you know, space. What we're I doing took, here doesn't matter. I took a class. <laughs> I had a math requirement in college. So I had to take a math class, and the name of the class was math. That's that's class. the highest level of math I got to is math. <laughs> I'm not making that up. The name of the class is math. <laughs> you went to a private school yep. with a class named math? Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. I would expect that out uh, at like Florida State for like the, the football, football players, players on full rides. Yep. Yeah, here's your class. Yep. Math. Yep. And I think I needed and then the, I think I got a tutor in that class. I think I did. <laughs> and then the curriculum is like, can you spell math? Right. Not do it, just spell it. What do you think about <laughs> numbers? Are you pro or against? <laughs> oh yeah. So, you know, Nick uh shot down all my ideas for naming the podcast. One of them was gonna be My name is Jeff. I that um, I did not shoot that one down. It was taken, right? No, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you, you liked it. Um, well, and I think everybody did. It's definitely a joke. Um, but there was already like four of them. What's the name of that and movie? A 21 Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's Channing Tatum yep. attempting to do a Spanish <laughs> accent. <laughs> and he says, my name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. And you guys all like yelled that at me on a yep. golf course. So I yep. thought it'd be funny. Yep. And it's actually like uh, the name, like my gamer tag <laughs> when oh, I play nice. video games. <laughs> but, but anyways, uh, another one was like CTFD, which me, which stands for calm the fuck down because it's generally how I view things or try to view things in life and what I used to tell people that work for me, like, just chill the fuck out like it's not a big deal yeah we'll figure it out and and drive on um but yeah so you know you get naming credits uh currently it's not worth anything it will uh, be. anything you owe me money because i'm yeah. paying to do all of this stuff okay. on my own so hey right. um also nick is a girl dad mm-hmm. proud girl dad yep two girls Girl. you said One's going to high school. One's going to high school. Allie is my oldest. She will turn 15 next week, um, which brings in driver's ed permits. And um, is she going to drive? Yeah, yeah. She's she already already has. Um, okay. She's working on yeah, but no, she went through driver's ed and um, passed her test, and now she has to do a permit test. But yeah, she'll drive. It's it's weird because. When we were growing up, if you mm-hmm. didn't take your driver's test on your birthday, you were behind. Like, what yeah. were you doing? And I yep. know kids now in our neighborhood that, you know, have graduated high school since, but they, they took it six months later. They, they yep. No one's in a hurry to do it. And I'm like, I, right. I don't understand that at all. Do you think that's because their parents, like, cart them around everywhere or like they just 
well, every, they can Uber everywhere. No, I don't think it has anything to do with Uber. I, I mean, okay. I currently cart my girls around. Yeah, everywhere. Um, I just, I don't know, man. There, there is such a uh, a rush on getting. Like it is impossible to get your to get an appointment to get a test. Huh. So I think some people are just like screw it. Like Allie's going to Mankato to take her permit test because she can't get in here. That's crazy. Yeah. So I think it's it's just a big pain in the butt um, to to schedule it and everything. And I think some people mm-hmm. are just like whatever. Like I'll get a ride with my friends or I don't know. I don't know. I just remember craving that independence. Absolutely. Um, and I had a badass car um, waiting Dude, the for Skyhawk. Me. Skyhawk, thank you for not calling, calling it a Skylark. And that and that's because you had a Skylark, or your family did. Um, no, my I don't know what the who? hell my w- sister drove. It was Skylark. a blue Buick. Yeah. Was it a Skylark? For sure. We just called it the Bluick. Yeah. Uh, and at one time we were driving over the channel, moving forward, and Chad threw it into reverse. That he was did. fun. Um, yeah, well, the blue 1983 brand. Is that what the year was? Yeah. Holy balls. Yeah. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon rear ended me in the Skyhawk. He was driving a mm-hmm. Mazda and he totaled his car and my car did not have one dent on it. The thing was a tank. Dude, I tell you, Buick knew what they were doing back then, man. Charlie, um, oh. I think his was an old mobile, right? His was, I man, think it was an old. Uh, I think it was an Oldsmobile, which was made. The but, word crown. But it looked exactly like a Buick. Crown. No. No. Okay. No, I think it was. Yeah, I, I'm ninety percent sure it was an Oldsmobile, like Cutlass Supreme or something. But it was just like a Buick. Um, yeah. Like my dad had. Yeah. The black they one. They had the same horns. Yeah. They had the the same horn, which I love to honk. Yep. Yeah, man. Like Buick knew what they were doing. Like all steel. They just those things were fucking tanks. Yep. And so, my yeah, and, and my the Skyhawk, it you could get it up to fifty before it started shaking. Mm-hmm. Once you got it past fifty, it, it you felt like it was gonna fall apart. But man, those first fifty, look out! Fucking pure. Yep, pure. Just pure, pure, pure acceleration. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, I hope everyone Googles uh, what a Buick Skyhawk was yep. at this point. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, girl dad. And then also, you know, I think one of his most defining moments in his life was Nick is the only human being alive to ever slap me in the face and live to talk about it. Yep. So, congrats. I'm very proud of that. I To this day... I remember right where it was. I remember doing it. I do not remember why. Um, I remember your reaction was that you kind of laughed at me, and but I slapped you hard. Like it didn't. You slapped me so hard. It didn't tickle. I'm sure. No. Um, I was so shocked. Yeah. So was I. So was I. <laughs> like, why didn't you? Like, I still don't. Like, to this day, we I were don't not know why fighting. You we were not in an nope. argument. I hauled off and slapped you and, and realized at that moment, I think I can do about anything to this guy and he's not going <laughs> to do anything to me. Um, but yeah, it's just true. No. And I, this is, 
I don't think I have apologized for that. No. Nope. So I want to take this moment to say no, someday, no, someday I might. <laughs> but yep. It ain't tonight. Yep. You're right. I don't. I don't need an apology. Um, yeah, man. I remember I was just leaning over some girl's window talking to her, and I just Jeff, smack. Yep. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I saw it was you, and I was like, all right, well, can't beat him up. Nope. So, nope. I'm just nope. gonna walk away here and try and figure out what the hell happened. Figure out. Um, reevaluated my life i mean it really changed the entire trajectory of it um and realized i needed to be a person that people wouldn't walk up to and slap yeah so that's what i dedicated the next 20 years of my life to so thank you um you're welcome yeah so those are some things about nick um you know and uh one of the first questions i was always going to ask anybody who came on was what they were drinking tonight i forgot to because this is episode 1.3 1.3 right. or 2.3, however you want to call it. So what are you drinking tonight, Nick? I am drinking tried and true vodka soda. It is uh, it's my drink of choice. I know. I know. I'm shocked by that. Um, yep. You're usually a big tequila guy. No. no. Um, loves tequila. No, man. I, I, I got turned on to vodka by my uncle. Um Shout out to Stan. And uh, ever since, I mean, this has been years now where it's pretty much all I drink um, if I drink. And so when I say soda, I, I should specify, I mean uh, flavored sparkling water. And sometimes it's plain. Um, yep. um, I think tonight is orange. I don't know. Well, the first okay. two, the first two were orange. Uh, I'm on my third because this is the third take. And yep. I don't know what flavor it is. <laughs> and, and and honestly like you know you you say you drink with flavored water in there on i've had your drinks yeah nick doesn't pour a regular drink it's important for people to know that um they they generally start out with like 50 50 mixes yeah um and then just progress upward uh some sometimes just a like 90 10 vodka to water or melted ice and you can't taste any flavor other than vodka if it doesn't burn so, there's really no point <laughs> so yep 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 and you hold the distinction of being one of those guys that drank those or poured those down my throat and uh made me take a nap by a toilet so yep. good another, on you another good on you. moment slapping jeff and making jeff take a nap to very private and so if you had to rank them because this is now your third like real big achievement yep um (laughs) slapping me getting me to pass out drunk and being the first guest on the podcast what are you how are you ranking them this is where i'm circling back i've seen what you do to people um that physically threat you or whatever (laughs) you want to say um so i think slapping you with no repercussions at all would be my number one. I think, <laughs> I think a close, close second would be the podcast. Um, okay. Again, I, you know, it's an honor to, to be guest number one. I realize you can only go up from here, but it's still an, an honor to be here. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, a part of me feels bad cause you came up, this was at the cabin where you came up yeah. to help me 
take the dock out. And what I did to you was, well, had you sleeping. Yeah, I mean, you know, I felt bad. I missed out on half the night. Um, but that was also my own doing, you know, so I take some responsibility in that. Not much. It's yeah. mainly on you because you just handed me drinks. <laughs> right. Um, but I ingested them, so, you know, it is what it is. Yep. But, you know, whatever. But top lived three to, to... of my, you know, proudest moments <laughs> all involve yeah. Jeff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, look, dude, we've never gotten past this point in the podcast, so and, fuck. And, and I, I will know. say, every, all three takes to this point have been vastly different. For uh, sure. 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, which is what I'm excited about in doing this Um and why I wanted to do it with my friends. And you said it can only go up from here, which is just, in my opinion, complete and total bullshit. You know, you're one of one of the guys uh, to me that I know I can go to with anything. Um, and you got my back. So I knew you'd I knew you'd do this. And you know, I know that we can talk about anything. And it's been you know proven tonight. We started at uh, nine fifteen. Yeah. Uh, it is eleven thirty at night. We are on take three, uh, <laughs> September 1st, 2022. The Gophers have covered. The is game over? is over. Yeah, the game's over, man. They uh, good for, good for, good. I was just about to say good for Jerry Kill. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It was not good for Jerry Kill. Shows you how many drinks we've had. Uh, I started out drinking vodka in your honor. Yeah. Um, I have since shifted to beer, which is, you know, my general That's your, nightly drinker. Is it the Bush um, or the, yeah. the, the Bud Light? Bush Light tonight. Man, you, uh, have, I'm, you have completely converted. I know. Man. I have. And that's uh, that's Ben's fault. Yeah. Um, you guys, but I think it was a good... guys rave about the apple. Um, I've had... You I've tried had, it, though. I, I did. Yeah, it's good. If I liked beer... It is good. I would drink it. And look, I I don't want to drink a hundred of them. No. Um, but as far as those go, that's the best like flavored beer I've ever tried. Yeah. Of that nature, I've tried the other ones. They're just they they're either too sweet, um, or some of them are just outright trash. Um, yeah. But I don't drink shame. No. Um, just I don't appreciate them. Um. And that's one of the ones that I could probably have five or six and not like bat an eye at. And I've I I told Ben like when I we went up to GFD, which is that golf, which is a golf trip that we do every year with our friends. Um, I brought a case, and on night one it was gone. Yeah. Like everybody was drinking it because they thought it was fantastic, and it's a shame that it's the last year. It's bullshit. What do you um, mean? This is the last year they're producing it. According to Bush Light, is this the first year they're producing it? No, they've they've put it out for a couple of years. I think I think it's been around you know four or five years. Oh. Um, but they said this is the last year they're doing it, and I think without question it's a marketing ploy yeah, sure. trying to get people to buy cases of it. Yep. Which I do every time I go to the liquor store because I'm worried it's the last year. You have. Yep. I got like six down here yeah. now. 
Um, yep. <laughs> just fucking, I'm doomsday prepping with bush light and that's right. it. Um, yeah, so I'm drinking Bush Light, and honestly, like, and I told Ben this, like, when I was drinking Bud Light of late, I would get headaches after, like, three or four, mm. and now that I'm drinking Bush Light, and maybe it was my body just rejecting Bud Light, because I've been drinking it for 20-plus years, I can have as many as I want, like I used to, you know, 12 a night if I wanted to, and Jeez. I don't get a headache, I don't get hung over, I don't get, you know, none of that shit, so... Yeah, I mean, I've essentially fully converted. So you, uh, you know what? I'm proud of you. That's hey, a big I'm deal. all about change, man. I'm all about change. You ever have you ever tried or thought about going down the hams road? Just in. Uh yeah, I mean, I've had some obviously because of my dad. Yeah. Um, it's fine when it's ice cold, in my opinion. Um, and I'm not look. I'm as much as I drink beer, I'm not a beer guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're not that a, makes, uh, a foo-foo. I'm not a beer snob, yeah. if that makes any sense. Like, okay. when people list their beers, right, list their top fives, uh, I struggle to come up with three. Yeah. Just because I don't truly enjoy it that much outside of the thing I drink daily. Um, if I'm like gonna have a drink, it's gonna be something else. Like if I want something that I enjoy to sip on, that's a, got a little bit more of a nuance to it, right? It's probably gonna be a bourbon, sure, or you know, getting into vodkas, tequilas, you yep. know, things like that. <clears throat> so, yeah, but yeah, so on take three, I'm drinking Bush Light, okay. and here we are. So, cheers, man! Thanks oh, for being wow. on. Yep. Cheers. Means the world uh, to me to have you on here. So uh, I, I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, as I mentioned, dude, college football. Yeah, dude. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. More importantly, uniforms. Yeah. I. Where do you think – so maybe you want to elaborate more on what you mean by uniforms, but – no, I want to leave it like really open ended so people don't have a clue what we're saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, like Nick and I are big fans of like all the the new uniform trend, and I think like we're also big fans of the traditional ones. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right, and that was going to be something I was going to ask you, like your top five or whatever, like your favorite uniforms of all time. Um, but we're we're just big fans, and we we text about it, and everybody thinks we're just complete idiots. I don't know, man. I, I but see, I was thinking about this. I don't think like we may be in the minority of our friends who yeah. are obsessed with uniforms, but you know, I mean, every like the big programs they're changing uniforms weekly, coming out with these new things. We're not the only ones who are into uniforms, right? Like Correct. the reason that Oregon is changing their uniform on a weekly basis, um, you know, because people are into it. And I, yep. yeah, I, to me, there's nothing better than sitting down on a Saturday night at 10 o'clock and having a cocktail and texting you about what Arizona state is wearing. Right. Cause they're mm-hmm. on, they're on the late game every time. Absolutely. And they got badass uniforms. hundred um, percent. I don't know, man. I, I'm a uniform junkie. I'm, I'm into it. I'm a uniform whore. Yeah, I'll say it. 
straight up, man. We grew up in an era, and I and this is why I think it's a thing for us. And you can tell me your position, but I, to me, it's a thing because we grew up in an era of like zero customization of anything. Yeah. When we got a baseball hat with our number on it, we thought it was the coolest thing that has ever happened to a human that's ever existed. Yeah. And we were wearing most likely uniforms from, I don't know, the 70s, the 80s, right? Yeah. We didn't have new uniforms. Our football jerseys were, the mesh was so big you could stick a pencil through it, and they were cutoffs. You could see our stomachs. Like, it was. Oh, I hemmed mine up while well, my mom did to so you could really see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. It's the only time in our lives we rock six-packs, so. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> But that was the that was the look back then, right? Like, hundred percent mid to late nineties. Yep. You know, you want to see the hip pads sticking out. Yeah, that was the look. Absolutely, and like, so we weren't blessed. I don't, that's a terrible terrible way to look at that. But we did we just didn't get that right. Where I think now, like kids. Every year they're expecting new uniforms oh. and like a new look, right? Dude, my, my kids walk around with personalized backpacks and personalized warm-up jumpsuits and like stuff that we – do you remember, I think it was when we were seniors, we got new mm-hmm. away uniforms for basketball. Yep, yep. Which were the more the Michigan length shorts and like the new yeah. age – so we our home games, you could see our balls, right? Because yeah. we were still wearing the the ones 100%. from the the eighties, and then the road 100%. games, we had badass long shorts, sweet yep. uniforms, and we just I mean I remember, you know, politicking to your dad like, can we wear these at home, like too? Because right, our home uniforms are we're terrible, horrible, terrible. Yeah. And like, think of that, like, that's such a crazy concept that they're like, yeah, we're just going to change one set. I know, I know. <laughs> and I it was, know, it, makes no it sense. was 12 uniforms. Yep. It wasn't, yep. it wasn't 300. Yep. It's 12. <laughs> nah, this is what we got in the budget for this year. Yep. You guys uh, sell some more tickets. Maybe you'll get a shooting jersey. Right. Nope, we had to pay for those ourselves, and we had our name on them, and we thought that was super cool. Yep. Yeah, dude. So, I, yeah, I don't know. So I, I'm big on it. and I, I mean, my position, like, I know, like, Oregon started it, um, and maybe it's because I used to live in Arizona, but, yeah, and, and maybe, maybe it's because we see it more, but, like, to me, like, Arizona State's, like, options yeah. are pure fire to me. Yeah. Um. But as far as like traditional uniforms go, like what are your some of your favorites? Traditional. Well, I was just gonna throw in. Sneaky. Throw whatever. So sneaky is the Gophers, and I'm not like of okay. course I'm a little bit biased, but they got some they got some some swag right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they're coming out this year with um, white helmets, which we've been pushing for for forever. Um, and by pushing for it's just you and I saying it needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I never wrote a letter. Um, I, I like the Gophers get up, man. Um, but so mm-hmm. traditional, I like 
I have weird ones. I have weird ones. Like I really like Michigan State. Like I think they're okay, yeah. you know, and when they go all white, it's it's badass. Um, I also just I love that color combo, green sure. and white. It's very unique. Yep. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm not. I like Penn State in the fact that they go all white. I'm a big all white guy. I shouldn't say that out loud. Um, you did. I did. I'm a big <laughs> all white uniform guy. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Cheers, Jeff. This is my Sorry. last hey. appearance on your podcast. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, this will get deleted. Yeah. A uh, big all-white uniform guy. Um, so mm-hmm. I like Penn State because they go all-white. Um, I think, has Arizona State gone white helmets? They have. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It looks good. I, I, I It th- does look good. I think I'm, I'm just a big, like, I'm, as I get older, I'm more and more hooked on college football. Like, it's just my... It's my favorite. Yeah. I yeah. can't get enough. I love that it's started. Um, we were talking earlier on one of our first takes that um, uh, Gus Johnson was doing a game. Gus Johnson, to me, like, I would have his babies. Like, I love that guy. Um, yeah. And so he just screams college football to me. I don't know. It's the best mm-hmm. time of the year. It's the best time of the year, and it leads to the worst time of the year. But I try to, carp, you know, put those in separate. <laughs> try, try to enjoy it. I do. Yeah. yeah, because I know what it. I know what's coming. Winter is coming. Um, uh, but man, yep. fall is falls where it's at. It is the fucking best. It is. It is. The but only thing really that would make watch. The only thing fall. that would make it better is to be able to gamble on it soon. Yeah, Maybe. legally. Obviously, we can't illegally, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we're super jealous of people who have legalized gambling. That's yeah. all we can say. We're, Which, well, and I, you know, again, I'm I'm forever indebted to Ben for hooking us up in Arizona. This guy is just getting all his free pub. I know. But, no, don't. I mean, totally deserves. It. That was a great trip. Sports like, betting. Yep. Just throwing money around like it was growing on trees and winning it yep. back yep. like tenfold in yep. some cases. It's fucking outstanding. Um, and so I would just love to be able to do that more regularly here. It'll Obviously happen. not to crazy levels, um, but I would do it without a question, yep. without question, just 10 bucks on a parlay. See what happens. Yeah. On a, um, a random Wednesday night, it just gives you something to pay attention to. hundred percent. Yep. <clears throat> Cause I, I know for a fact, I care less and less about sports now. Yeah. You know, you guys will randomly, like, we got, like, a huge, you know, 10-person or 8-person group text. And somebody will throw out something about a game, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I suppose I can turn that on. So what's going on? Like, I just, I hardly watch things anymore um, unless it's, like, an appointment. Um, Yeah. You know, like to me, Vikings games are appointment TV. Yep. Um, and I miss that, right? And I, you know, obviously any playoff I'm I'm into, and I miss like just getting into that more. And I know like throwing ten bucks down on shit like that would help me get back into that for sure. Um. So yeah, I miss that. But yeah, dude, I I love college football and like 
staying up late on a Saturday night and watching those games on the West Coast. It's the best. And those games, yeah. it's, it's so funny because those West Coast games lately don't mean anything, right? They're, they're usually shit teams. Correct. Um, with badass uniforms, but I'm still watching it. <laughs> I'm still watching it. Yep. Without yep. question. Yep. Without question. You know what other time it is? What time? State Fair. Oh, the State Fair. You're a big State Fair guy. I'm a huge, huge State Fair guy. I, I Listen, I, I feel like we've talked about this. I Maybe my opinion is misconstrued a little bit. I, I don't, I don't begrudge people that like the state fair. I just, it's not for me. Um, right. You know, I don't know how you feel about it. Have you been numerous times? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. For me, listen, I went one time, um, I rode, I went with Allie and, and Lauren. Uh, I don't know if I, Avery was still in daycare. So we just, we didn't bring her. Um, yep. And I rode, what's the spinny, uh, tilt world I rode the tilt world And I was sick for three hours. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm sitting there in, in 90 degree heat. And all I see is people walking around with tank tops on and they're sweating and they're drinking milk and they're, they're oh, eating cheese curds. And I'm like, this is this is hell. This is what hell is, and and mm-hmm. and not to mention it took us probably you know an hour to park. Um, and there's just a bit. I don't know. I, I can go on and on. It's just not. It's not my scene, man. If you could, right? Again, I, I'm weird in the sense I have weird eating things. I don't eat expired yep. food. Or, or anything close to expired food. Um, I have weird, weird eating habits. Um, and one thing I need, I need to be comfortable when I eat. Um, yep. I can't eat walking around. I can't eat, you know. So at the state fair, you're you're probably walking around. Because why do you go to the state fair? If you're not going to ride the rides, what's the other best part about the state fair? Sure. Is the food, is what everybody yep. says. But I can't enjoy that because I'm not comfortable at the state fair eating. I need to sit down, be comfortable. Nothing is worse to me than eating in like 90 degree heat. And so I don't care how good the food is. I'm not going to enjoy it if I'm sweating. Yeah. Um, so really, what does that leave? It doesn't leave me anything. For, you know, what's up? I'm going to pause this. Okay. All right. Welcome back. Uh, This is still episode one. Attempt number four to finish the episode. So if this sounds a little awkward in the middle of the show, our apologies. Technical difficulties. This is what happens when you host an amateur podcast uh, with your friends from your basement. So welcome back, Nick. How you doing, bud? Good, man. How are you? We're, we're, we're going to do it, Jeff. We're going to do it. We're, we're, we are going to finish this thing today. Well, let's um, not get carried away. We're, we're going to do it. Yeah. I hope yeah. so. I hope I hope so, because I don't want to have a two-and-a-half-hour podcast. <laughs> right. That was never my intention. Um, but how you been, man? What did you do this weekend? This is, it, is, it is Labor Day. 
Um, so we started this on Thursday before Labor Day. What you been up to? <laughs> you know, uh, did the whole cabin weekend, uh, kind of the last mm. hurrah. Um, yeah. Sad day, starting to get the boats out, and, um, thinking about closing up for the year, which is a tough one, man. Tough one. We love, yeah. we love spending time at the cabin, um, but all good things, right? Yeah. I mean, in someday we'll have to get into cabins yeah and like how some people are cabin people some people are not i feel like you've had a change of heart yeah in your lifetime which is cabin person which is cool yeah so yeah yeah but anyways that's it man just uh watch some college football and now getting ready to have a, a high schooler and a seventh grader tomorrow so here we go did you see any sweet uniforms uh i saw some hideous ones um, yeah, Michigan State really let me down. Yeah, I mean we had just talked about right. it. No, no idea if that's in going to be in the in the podcast, but we had talked about how we were big fans, and now they come out with this wannabe ass Oregon Duck looking yeah. BS, yeah. right? They, like they screwed that one up. I'm trying to think. I, you know, I didn't see any. Like new ones that we haven't seen before. Um, no, but which makes sense. Most yeah, you know, most schools are playing you know directional state technical mm-hmm. college, so you know don't you don't want to bring out the big guns yep. yet. Yep. Um. Yeah, I didn't see anything that I that I loved. Obviously, Michigan State beefed it. Yep, so they beefed it. Step up your game. Step up your game, Michigan State. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, man, I uh, I hit up the state fair. Oh well, <laughs> so you did it on the on the busiest weekend of the year. Yep. Okay, or of the state fair season. Uh, yeah, and who your thought I hated. There? Well, I knew for a f- I knew going into it, it was going to be a terrible time. Um, <laughs> I was well prepared. Um expecting the worst and it exceeded my expectations had you had you been before i've been to the state fair before and i will so look like my general position on the state fair is on a tuesday or thursday or tuesday or wednesday midweek and the weather's not terrible it's kind of fun Mm -hmm. it can be fun um on the Sunday of Labor Day weekend, when the weather is 77 degrees, perfect, yeah. it is a complete shit show. I've never seen so many people in one spot in my entire life. And it just made me start hating everything about the fair. Take me through, back up a little bit. I want to hear yeah. getting there because that's one yeah. of my biggest drawbacks. Yeah, and I mean, we drove. We didn't do the bus thing. Um, I, th- I thought we were getting there early enough at eight a.m. <laughs> to avoid a lot of issues, right? Early. It should yeah. be. It should be. It was not. Uh, traffic jams galore. I was, you know, taking side streets trying to get around things, trying to get in. I mean, it was just, it was a mess. Um, we ended up parking. There were lines, you know, 
down the block to get into this thing. And there was no line at the ticket counter. And, you know, you're supposed to be able to buy tickets online. I try to buy tickets online. That's not working. We actually get through, like, the security buzzers without tickets. So my wife has to, like, go back out to buy tickets because the online system wasn't working. Shit show point number one or two because of the traffic. Um, She finally gets them. They tell her to go to the back of the line, which has only grown in the 20 minutes since, right? And I'm just looking And so there's like two to three lines to get in here, and then there's a parking lot across the street, and people are just walking across the parking lot going right into a a metal detector. So I started texting my wife. I'm like, chaos has broken (laughs) right? Like, we've lost contain of the situation. (laughs) Just walk up here. Yeah. Like, And if someone says anything, just don't look back. Just keep moving, right? Get up here. Let's figure it out. Um, Just walk in, and and we'll go. And so she did. Like, their lines had broken down already at 8.20, uh, there was no sense of order, um, and that just kicked off the start of the day. And then you get in there, and one day, I'm going to post this, um, I saw no less than 400 adult men wearing jerseys. Wearing jerseys? Um, yeah, which I hate. Okay. It's a big pet peeve of mine. Um, and not even like Vikings jerseys. Like I think the most random one was uh, like a high tower jersey from the Steelers. High tower, or some long name. It was like number nineteen. I don't even know. <laughs> he had a backpack on. But it's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> You're wearing another adult man's work uniform yeah. out in that's, public. That's a tough. You know, I never knew. I guess I didn't know you struggled with that. Um, I just. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't either. I don't get. I don't get the obsession. I I get like you want to buy one and frame it and hang it on a wall. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Right. Um. But nobody's wearing like a doctor's lab coat out in public. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I just I don't I just don't get it. So there's that. And then as the day progressed and the crowd got even worse and we couldn't walk anywhere, they decided to march a fucking parade down the middle of the state fair and cut everyone off from where they're trying to go. And it became, well, it's just, there's bands and cars. And so like, they're just telling people don't cross. And I mean, it is shoulder to shoulder. And it's like, what? I just don't want to be here anymore. We were trying to leave. We couldn't get across the street. (laughs) And it really made me realize how much I hate it. Like they charge you for fucking everything everything how much how much were tickets to get in uh like 18 bucks even for my six-year-old thanks right like you know let's let's maybe i get like maybe you're trying to curb you know youth just running around the state fair but let's maybe like say all right anybody under 12 gets like a children's discount like anywhere else they're not showing up without their parents right um parking was 18 bucks you know every piece of food or drink you want is overpriced i just it's it's infuriating what it has become it is a tourist trap and a fucking money grab 
and it got me like so fired up. I started looking into it. They have gone from in nine years, their revenue, the Minnesota State Fair revenue, has gone from thirty-eight million in nine years to just take a guess what you think it was pre-COVID, twenty nineteen. Uh, revenue. So I'm gonna say, let's just go four hundred million. Wow, that's <laughs> that would be incredible. Did I ruin it? Uh, <laughs> you no, know, I mean I. I love your get attempt. Um, they got to; they were at like sixty-eight million in twenty nineteen. What 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 kind of guess was four hundred million? I'm sorry about that. I mean, it was it was admirable. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, was, it was a good try. But no, like so, they've almost doubled in growth in nine years, right. and they've raised their ticket prices like six times since then. Yeah, like I just. I, I'm struggling. I, I struggle to get on board with that. Right. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it is what it is. It's a fucking cash grab and everybody in Minnesota like loves it. And we're super proud of it. And blah, blah, you know, it can, it can fuck off. Right. Like just remember all the hatred twins feel or target field got for charging 10 bucks for a beer. Yeah. Oh, they do that like twice over at the fucking state right. fair. Nobody raises a fucking eyebrow. And everybody, like you need, like you're sitting there walking around in heat and stuff. You need the drinks, and so they know. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Water. I mean, easily four or five bucks somewhere in there, yeah. right? Which was which caused riots at Woodstock in '99. <laughs> which it did. We're totally fine with it now at the state fair, right. and they had like four water filling stations in the entire place. Yeah. It's, oh man, it. It just it chaps my hide. How it's, long were you there? It's we were there like six hours. I mean, that's just pure hell. I, I, I it was way too much. Yeah. Yep. Way too much. And I also and I'm gonna say something that will like, you know, Charlie will probably murder me for. Yeah. Um fuck sweet Martha. Mm. I got a I got a real like I, I like in my opinion, like the state fair was like for people from out of state. Or any fair is like for people to like gather in one place and show off your wares. Yep. She has, or whoever this is, I don't know. It might not even be. A it shirt. is. It I, no, I think there is a sweet Martha. They have like their entire livelihood is based around the state fair. They do nothing. I mean, I guess they sell it in grocery stores frozen now, but they don't have a store outside of right. this. It's just a state fair money yep. grab. Right. And, I guess it's a good deal, and those cookies are fine in the moment, but the next day they're trash. Right, and you're buying what? How many do you buy at a time? Twenty five. What's in a bucket? Oh God, dude, a bucket's got, I bet six dozen. Oh jeez, it's piled high, which makes you feel like you're getting a great deal, but you're not going to eat all those cookies in the moment. No. So, it's just it. Oh man, like, and she's got like three stations there yeah you should get one and let somebody else in yep. instead she's built like three buildings there and it's like come on man you're just proving the point that all anybody there cares about is making as much money as possible yep. not repping all the businesses or local things that could show up and uh you know promote their business and try to grow outside of the state fair all she cares about is growing Inside the state right. fair. Oh man, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I I was on one yesterday and <laughs> my wife was like, Jeff, just calm down. It's okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, like 
your experience is is ruined before you're even in the doors. Mm-hmm. So then, when you're set off like that, there's no there's no coming back. Yeah. And for me, like I I, yeah. I get the like I haven't even thought about the money grab aspect of it. I just the whole there's just nothing for me there. Like I right. I love good food. I don't like eating it, touching other people, and I don't like eating it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't ride rides. Uh, there's just nothing for me there. So yeah, I, I'm I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah. I'm not even getting into the rides, but yeah, it's, (laughs) don't worry. We dropped money on that too. So we supported the, you know, department of agriculture or whoever puts it on. Um, yeah, man, it's just, it's overpriced food, overpriced beer, overpriced water. And a bunch of people who don't need publicity, just stacking cash. Yeah. I wonder what the, uh, like what does attendance look like on a, like on the Sunday that you went, like, do you know? Uh, I was wondering it cause yesterday was crazy. Um, I mean, are we talking, uh, well, I don't want to guess again on this podcast. Cause the first, one did no, not I think well. you, I think you need to, oh, to potentially redeem yourself. Okay. okay. So let's, just um, let's see here. Hold on. I'm looking it up. No, I'm not finding it. My my guess was going to be two hundred thousand. Yeah, and I that that's a good guess. Okay. Um, I feel like those are always huge days. Um, uh, maybe I found it here. This is great radio. Yeah. Oh, Saturday or not radio podcast? Yeah. Saturday, um, day ten crushed all other days this year with nearly 250,000 visitors. Oh my gosh. That's just, I know it's big fairgrounds. It's not that big. It's not big enough to, like I saw some of the pictures. I saw pictures that you sent. I saw other pictures where it's just like, there's not a piece of pavement showing. Yeah. So midweek, right, this year, Monday, 96, Tuesday, 136, Wednesday, 142. That's fine. Yeah. But on Saturday, it was 266,000. So almost double. And to your point, they're not, they're not setting a capacity mark, right? They'll take your money. A hundred percent. in there like cattle and you're fending for hundred percent. Yep. Well, well, that's, I, I, I uh, don't envy that experience and uh, I do everything I can to, to not go back. So, yeah. So maybe I'll become a cabin person <laughs> right? and then bitch about that. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking state fair, man. It's Hey, it's a badge of honor we have, right? I guess. I guess. That Minnesota has. Yeah. I feel like we're a state that does that a lot about things. Yeah. Like we find something that we can be somewhat proud of and we wear it loud and proud. Yeah. Yep. And it's it's the greatest thing ever and yep. you know, it's just not sometimes. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, what else do we do that about? Do people still do that about the mall? 
I don't think anybody says that about the mall, yeah. but you know, just like our summers, which well, our summers are great, right? but, you know, yeah. or, that's why we live here. Blah, blah. But at the same time, like we put up a shit for eight months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, doing eight months is, 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 is a little much, right? Cause we, we, we have three months of summer and then we have, I would argue two mm -hmm. months, hopefully two full months of fall, which, yeah, that may be a stretch, but fall. That's where I think like the eight, seven, eight months, that's where it's just, it gets dicey, man. Yeah. Like we've had some years where we have very little fall. It just jumps right to winter. Right. Or like this year, we didn't have a spring. Correct. Yep. I didn't play golf till June up here. Right. Which is nuts. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, man. <laughs> well, I, well, hey. Do you, you feel better? You got it off your chest? I do. Okay. Hundred percent. It you know it helped me relieve some stress Good. without question. Good. Um, so yeah, so I appreciate you you listening to that. Um, but yeah, and I appreciate you being back on here. Absolutely. Um, again, in such short notice, um, so we can actually try and post an episode. Um, and uh, you know, getting to like the meat and potatoes of this episode of the podcast, I was just I was curious what how you. Cause you've heard the very first episode. Like, what do you think of what this is going to be? Like, do you think the concepts interesting? Do you like it? Do you? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm yeah. just going to leave it open. ended. I, like, what are your I love the concept. I, uh, again, I, I think you hit the nail on the head where you say, you know, guys don't necessarily dive deep into conversations. Um, right. and I don't know why that is, but, um, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of stuff that you can iron out and talk about that will help, right? Maybe it mm -hmm. helps random people listen to this. Maybe it just helps you or me. I, I think, I think the concept is, is good. And, yeah. You know, even, even, you know, when we had three takes on the first night, um, we were talking about different things every time and it's right. It makes you think. And I don't know, I think it's a good concept. And, uh, so far, you know, it's been a blast for me. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And I mean, like I, I like I said, it, it, it feels good to get the state fair bullshit off my right. chest, but I mean, you know, if we get into it, right. Um, you know, you lost your mom, shout out Paulette, yep. um, who's the greatest house mom of all time. She welcomed us always with open arms and loved all of us yeah. like unconditionally, like we were her sons, yep. even though we were terrorists in her home. Right. Um, right. What was, I mean, what was that like 12, 13 years ago now? Uh, let's see. She died when she was 58, um, which would have been uh, going on 14 like years. 14 years. 14. Yeah. And, you know, and you know, I lost my dad eight years ago now. I bet you and I collectively have probably talked about that two, three yeah. times, maybe. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because I don't know how you feel about it, but um, even from the get go, right after she passed and stuff, nothing felt better for me than to talk about her. Like, I know some people when mm -hmm. they go through something, they they have trouble talking about it or just want to avoid the subject. And for me, it's like, I want to talk about her as much as I can. 
Yeah. So it's weird that we, yeah, but it's being guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's the same. I bet. I don't know about you. Maybe you have, right? But like, have you talked with Matt? Um, I, I've talked with Chuck like once. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like, we don't do it enough. Um, and obviously, we we need to, right? Like, I I know I like when I when I lost my dad, I I bottled all my shit yeah. up. Um. I think I was kind of because the process was so like painful at the end. Yeah. Um, where they're just in hospice and you're just wondering what the hell are we doing here? Um, that, you know, mentally I probably thought I had handled everything before it. Yeah. And I know I didn't for, a, I know for a fact I didn't. And I know like that was part of what, probably made or what made me sick like a year later right um was just thinking i'm fine and self-medicating and all that bullshit um but, but what about you like i mean i know you said you wanted to talk about it but like did did you and lauren have like a ton of conversations oh, yeah. about that and yep and talked a lot with uh my family and, and stuff but um you know I think part of it too is when when someone's sick, when you're going through this process that gets drawn out over, like my mom was sick for five years, um, you kind of start, I hate to say it, but you kind of start grieving like throughout mm -hmm. the process. 100%. And so um, I think when she eventually passed away, I had already done a lot of the, grieving piece and I was just ready to just remember her you know mm -hmm. positively and tell funny stories yeah and, yeah um, yeah but I I still struggle you know talking about how long ago it was I mean I have a seventh grader who was not even a thought in our minds when she passed away you know what I mean right she did not exist and never met can't, her can't pitch her life without her Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, never knew, never knew my mom, which was crazy. Um, so because I, and I'm in the same boat, um, where Jocelyn never met my dad and Jack realistically never met him. Right. right. I mean, he, I have some pictures of them together, right. um, but he doesn't remember him at all. Um, so, like, how has losing your mom impacted, like, how you, how you parent? Um, like, do you, and I'm not, like, going to ask, like, a super long-winded question here, but, like, do you, do you try to, did that make you do things differently? Because you had a child yeah. prior to it. Yeah. And then you had one with, like, past. Like, did that make you start to think, man, I really need to start doing X, Y, Z differently? Or did you just kind of keep going in the same fashion because you all, you had your shit figured out? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I, I think, you know, I, I've always tried to emulate a lot of what, because I, I mean, I, I have no complaints about my upbringing. I had a great childhood. Mm -hmm. and, um, 
Shout out Dean. I, yeah, exactly. And I, you know, and I turned out amazing. I'm an amazing person. You are, I mean, <laughs> you really are. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, I've always kind of said, okay, take the lessons that I learned from them and how they handled certain things and tried to emulate parenting after them. I think one thing that I learned, so I was really nervous when my mom got sick. I was really nervous because um, I was, my mom was my best friend. Like we talked every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just, I couldn't have been closer to a parent. Mm-hmm. And the whole time she was sick and everything, I knew she was eventually going to pass away. And I was thinking, am I going to regret being this close? Is it going to make it 10 times harder mm-hmm. because, um, sure. and it was the opposite, right? Like I had no regrets. I had no, man, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have you know, yeah. told her this. Um, and so for me, I'm like, I'm going to be that close with my kids, or at least I'm going to you know, create an environment that hopefully allows that uh, mm-hmm. because I just, I value that so much. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, open lines of communication with my kids and, and just, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think that's maybe how it changed. Like I, it just put an emphasis on that for me. Uh, yeah. When she passed because you, you don't get that time back. Uh, no. And if you're ending it with, regrets or or sh- should have would have could have that I, I don't know that would suck you know right um and so i think that's how it kind of affected my parenting yeah. yeah um but i tell you you know it's it's a different animal so for those who don't know or or don't know me or my wife my wife lost her dad almost a year ago exactly and that mm. was a completely different experience as a parent because you know Allie was two when my mom died and Avery didn't exist yep there was no explaining things to your kids sure there there really wasn't and and obviously you you know you had the same thing Um, yeah but with Lauren's dad I mean I mean my kids were extremely close with him and I had Mm -hmm. a kid speaking at his funeral and um you know, just sitting by his bedside when he's in hospice and holding his hand and stuff. Yeah. And like, so parenting through that, Oh, that's that. I'm like, when we went through that, I was like, this is parenting. Like this is, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't like trying to keep your kid fed and alive. This is actual, this is real stuff. Uh, right. Couldn't have been prouder of how they handled it. Um, but that was, that's a completely different animal. Is that, is that still, and hopefully it is, still something that you guys discuss and talk about? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Because I, I, I mean, I know, like you said, yeah, my kid, it's just a memory. or it, It's not even a memory. It's just they know he existed at some point. Yeah. Right? Um, but, you know, my my brother-in-law, my wife's brother and wife, um, just lost a baby. Right. Right? Which, you know, I can't even begin to imagine the hell hole I would be in if that occurred. Um, so I don't, I don't know how they're handling it. 
Right. You know, I mean, other than like, I know they're handling it as best they can. Right. Like it's, uh, ugh, right. Um, but you know, like that impacted our kids cause they were super excited. Sure. Right. Like, um, they, they were talking about their, they're going to have a cousin and, you know, you know, baby Caleb and this and baby Caleb that and like Jocelyn and Jackson were just excited to, I don't know. I think that's a kid thing, right? Like just, they just want to like help yeah. with that child, right? Like they, they think that they can, you know, impart some wisdom yeah. on them as six and eight year olds. Um, and you know, that was, a, those were tough conversations like that. He, he's not here anymore. Right. And well, why? And it's like, <laughs> good question. There, I have no reason why there is no logical explanation. There is no for a bigger plan. And, you know, so, the, and this was how I handled it. And then right or wrong, I was just like, look, like life's, life's fucking cruel sometimes. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. You never get to meet him. Um, sorry that you don't have a cousin, you know, keep your, you know, keep your aunt and uncle in your thoughts and, you know, someday you'll, you'll have one, right. Um, just makes you appreciate what you got now and all that, all that shit. Yeah. Right. Um, and there is no, I'm sure there is no right or wrong way to do it, but man, like that, those were, I mean, they were, they had nightmares for sure. weeks. Yeah. I mean, like, what if that happens to me? I'm like, I, you know, I don't, I hope that doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say in this situation other than it sucks. Yeah. And life, life sucks sometimes. And it's fucking hard. Yeah. And you got to appreciate what you have, you know, and it, unfortunately like that has helped me deal with some of the frustrations I have, like with my children, like when I get mad at them, right. Like, Can I have ice cream? And it's noon. I'm like, God, you spoiled little, you know, it's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. fuck it. Go for it, man. Have some ice cream. Yeah. It's the summer. Who cares? Live it up. Let's 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 have fun, you know, because who who knows, right? Like what could happen. So, yep. oh man, but man, that'll test Just... your uh, that'll test your parenting ability, and it makes you realize you're still just making it up as you go. Or that's for me anyway. I'm like, when when am I gonna feel like I have this figured out? It ain't there yet. Hundred yep. percent, and. You know, honestly, like because you had kids so early, yeah. <clears throat> um, I think you so like I've gotten a ton of good advice from you that I like think about on a daily basis that I've never told you. Um, but like one of the things like when there's, so there's two really th big things that stick out in my head. First, when we were talking about this, and you're talking about how like if you're not stealing from other people, you're not trying, yeah. right? And it's a, I think it's like a bit of a coaching metaphor, yes. but it, it also applies to parenthood. Yep. Um, and then second, like, I remember like Chuck was going through some like feeding issues with their kid and he was just ragging on all these nurses and lactation people and all this bullshit. And, you know, I didn't have kids yet and I'm just sitting there cause I can't add anything to the conversation. You're just like, look, man, it's your kid. Do what you think is best for your kid. Yep. 
and you'll know if it's working or if it's not and fuck all that noise because there's so many people out there who try to tell you like what's right and what's wrong and you should do it this way or not do it that way um and that has stuck with me in like almost every scenario that it's like it's my child and i'm gonna do things how i want for my kid to raise them how i think they should be raised Yeah, because, you know, no one has all the answers. And everybody is, you know, making it up as they go. Just some people feel empowered to uh, enlighten us with their <laughs> their two cents. And I don't oh. know. If it's unsolicited, keep it away from me. Keep it to yourself. Yep. I mean, in a sense, right? Like, it. it I, I think that... Uh, I think there's ways to go about it, yeah. you know, that is helpful versus, oh, you're doing that. Right. Or have you tried this? And it's like very, well, we did it and it worked. Um, And like, I love my mom, but she's very much that person. Well, this is how we did it. Well, okay, mom. You also, I was also riding shotgun uh, in my dad's car without a seatbelt when I was two, you know, so it was an affront to him that a two-year-old would wear a seatbelt, you know, an assault on his driving <laughs> capability. So it's like shit changes, times change, and you, you know, you know, like all right, well, maybe the kid should stay in a car seat a little longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a wild ride. Like what have and so you are past a lot of that younger stuff yep. like the the where they just don't know 99% of what's happening around them what have you like what's one like what's some things like you like really did well that you thought that you thought you did well and that you're proud of that you did it this way and then like something you're like man I really wish we would have done this mm. more or or do you not have any of that I mean I'm sure I do like by no means are we perfect parents. I, I think, I don't know. So I, I'll take my oldest, Allie, mm-hmm. who's going to be a freshman in high school tomorrow. Um, <laughs> you know, I just look at how she communicates with us, what she tells us, mm-hmm. um, how she just goes about, you know, goes about, again, I think the biggest thing is communicating with us. And it's like, well, we did, and maybe it's just all her, but I'm like, Lauren and I like to say, well, we did something right because she, you know, tells us everything. Um, you know, she has friends that aren't completely forthright. And we always know where our kid is. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, it's getting to the stage where that's not always the case with, with people. But um, so we're proud of that. Um, you know, what we what we would change. I, I mean, it's tough to. It's tough to say. I think maybe being a, our, our kids aren't the most frugal. Um, <laughs> and so I think, uh, and we're working on it, um, but teaching them uh, the value of money is something that maybe we haven't necessarily excelled at. Um, That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and we struggle with it too. Yeah. 
And I don't know if that's uh, a byproduct of us growing up. Because, um, I mean, I know I know how you and I grew up. I obviously don't know how Lauren grew up, right? right? Um, where we were all okay. Yep. None of us were... I mean, like we talked about, you drove a Skyhawk, right? Like, I didn't even have a car until I was 20. Um, you know, like, we didn't have everything we wanted all the time. And I think that our genera- our parents' generation, like, grew up in this um, generation of stability, right? Go get your job. Yeah. Start earning your paycheck. Save it all. And then retire one day, right? And don't waste money on stupid things. Like, we hardly ever went out to dinner. We hardly, I never had new shoes. It was always outlet model, two years behind or some something like that. Um, and so, I know I want my kid to have everything. Yeah. And I am guilty of, oh, it's, you know, it's Christmas time and it's, I'm walking through Target. Oh, Jack will like that. Jocelyn will like that. And I just like throw in like five or six more presents. And then Christmas comes and I look at the tree and I'm like, Jesus yep. Christ, what are we doing? They're the exact same thing. And I, and I think so, a lot. Until they, they, they get weird about it, right? Or not weird. They just have like no concept of like how hard it was. Whereas like when I was 16, I knew like, man, asking my dad for 10 bucks to go to the movies. Right. I had to work myself up to do right. it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and when, you know, there's Allie who, you know, she works, right? She babysits and makes really good money doing it. So she's got all this money and then she wants to go do something. And she's like, can I have some money? And we're like, well, no, like, that's why you earn money. You spend your own money. Well, I don't want to spend my own money. I'm like, well, no one does. <laughs> no one does. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, we're working out. We don't eat. Yeah, it. right. <laughs> I would love free food all the exactly. time and a free car and not have to pay for gas. Yep. That'd be great. Yep. Gosh. But I mean, yeah, that's I, I, I still go back to, you know, I'm waiting for the day where it just clicks and I'm like, yep, I got this parenting thing figured out. I don't think it'll ever happen. Um, but I just, I don't know about you, but like when I grew up, um, I just assumed my parents knew everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And now when I'm, I can remember, you know, I remember obviously my parents when I was a freshman in high school and like, did they not know anything? Cause I don't, you know, right. <laughs> like, is it the same or are we just getting worse? I don't know. Yeah. I, and I don't know. Right. I, cause, I, cause they're going through so many things, so many different things than we went through. Mm-hmm that it's hard to say. Yeah. Right? Like I'd like to think what my dad went through was somewhat similar to what his dad went through. Obviously, I know there were technological innovations, but were they to this scale? Right. Right where you've got all this social media and everything just at their fingertips, like knowledge at their fingertips. Um the ability to just go get things at their fingertips, the ability to talk to somebody in Texas without you knowing. Right. And like all that, like, I just, I, 
I, I don't know if what we're dealing with is even remotely the same. You know what I mean? I just don't. A lot of the parenting advice of ignore it doesn't hold water anymore. Right. Or you don't need a phone. Like we grew up without phones. I know. Right? Okay. Whereas but, when did your girls get them? Um, that's sad. I don't even remember when Allie got hers. I think Allie got hers when she was 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and Avery got hers when she was 11. Um, and man, I mean, so we, you know, Allie, even as a freshman, she can't have her phone in her room past a certain time. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we monitor them to a certain extent, you know, we think we're doing okay with that. But a lot of it is like, I can't imagine, like, I utilize the fact that they have phones. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? hundred percent. So, yeah. Yeah, there was a. There's a day yesterday we were driving around looking for Jack and we're like, man, when do we, uh, when do we bite that bullet? Not buy him a phone. I don't want to buy him a phone as a nine-year-old. Go the gizmo route. Yeah. Like something like that. Like, is, is it time to do that? But I also know, you know, two years ago he couldn't control his bladder. So is, can he handle that piece of technology? You know, it just seems so, seems like it's so much, so fast yeah. to these kids that, you know, we we never went through it. So it's hard to comprehend how they're dealing with those things. Right. And I hope I don't mess them up. Not even like, I mean, and that's a 360 degree problem of, are they going to use it inappropriately? Is someone going to abuse them on that inappropriately? Are we not giving it to them early enough and now they're left out? Right? Like there's so many aspects to yep. that. You know, like you don't want your kid to feel left For out. Sure. Um, but you also don't want to give it to them right away and like have them make all the mistakes that everybody else in their high school talks about. Yep. You know, like remember when Jack posted this we're not even you know i think we're talking about two different things like phones are one thing but social media aspect that comes along with a phone is a complete that's that's the shit um i talk i mean to me it's all of it right right like if, if phone was just to communicate like when we first got cell phones i would have like i'd for sure have my kids having a phone at an early age right because Nowadays, it's, you know, you, you want to know where they are at. You want to be able to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. But man, you know, and I, you know, I'm not on social media uh, anymore. Um, I can't stand it. Great first guest. Right. right. <laughs> Guy can't even share it. Doesn't have a presence. Right. Good job, Jeff. <laughs> yep, yep, that's your fault. It's not mine. Uh, <laughs> but man, I it just, I just think it's, yeah. But I, it's, it's funny. I, I had a conversation today with Avery in the car mm-hmm. where she was asked because she was talking about her first day of school tomorrow and her schedule. And she's like, what was your schedule like in seventh grade? And she's asking me what classes I had. And, and she's like, well, what was your computer class? And I'm like, well, you know, we really didn't have one when I was a seventh mm-hmm. grader. And she's like, you didn't have computers? I'm like, no, we had computers. But I said, they were, you know, there was no Internet. And she's like, well, what do you mean? 
there's no internet. Like, what is a computer for? And I'm like, well, you only use the, and this is where I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never had to explain this. I'm like, you know, yeah. the computer was only good for what was in the computer. Uh, yep. Couldn't she, she try to explain that to a seventh grader? They, there is no right concept of that. Absolutely not. Yep. Right. I mean, it is the, and that those like gaps and that's kind of like where I think like from our perspective, it's so much different than from our parents. Those gaps are massive. Yeah. Right. Like my son knew how to use an iPad at four years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we all, and we all do it now. Um, whereas you and I grew up without computers our school had some, but they were only for typing papers. You couldn't look anything up on them. No. Um, you got to college, and you realized, okay, I guess I can do some other things on here. You know, stream music. Email. Or steal it. Email people. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, like now, it's we're willing to give them that technology at the age of 11 right. or 12. Scary. I know. Or there's some kids in the neighborhood at like nine that I live in. And it's like, geez, yeah. you know, and so if my son could figure out how to use an iPad at four years old, and I'm sure you guys are doing a great job because your girls are awesome. Um, but if he can figure that out at four years old, I am positive my son can figure out how to do something he shouldn't be doing on right. there without my knowledge. Because yep. he's been doing it forever. Yep. Yep. And then there's just so much out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. The whole world. <laughs> yep. I know. It's crazy, man. I, you know, I, I long for the days of number munchers. That's what you use a computer for was number munchers. And uh, uh, what was Dude, the... Solitaire and Minesweeper? No, Those are my Yeah, dream. but I'm, I, maybe I'm thinking even before middle school, but um, uh, Carmen San Diego. Mm -hmm. Oregon Trail. No one dies of dysentery. That's Oregon Trail. Or Oregon Trail. That's right. Yeah, no one died in Carmen San Diego. (laughs) No, you just had to find her. Yeah, right. It was essentially Where's Waldo, but just on a computer. Right. Right. I played a dark version of Carmen San Diego. Yeah, you you lived a different childhood than me, man. Um, Yeah, like, and and those games were around, but again, they were on your computer. computer. You couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't connect with anybody else in any of that. So my challenge to you, Jeff, is when Mm. we are done here, pull Jack aside and explain to him computers without the internet. And then when your head explodes, call me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be like, so listen, son, we had (laughs) this paperweight that took up half a room, Mm -hmm. made a ton of noise. Yep. The monitor was the size of a printer now yeah god yeah he, he huh exactly I, i'm not i'll give it a whirl i'll let you know how yeah, it goes please do. Yep. Yep. yeah are you uh are you are you excited that your daughter is in high school now or like worried or um so definitely <laughs> i can't even imagine definitely worried um definitely nervous and I am super excited. I, I would say I'm, I just know she's ready and I know, um, she's got a great group of friends. Um, 
Mm-hmm. She's kind of the, she tends to be a little bit of the glue. Um, she's got a big yeah. friend group and, um, wonder who she got that from. <laughs> well, but, she, and I, I think, I think she's going to love it. I, you know, again, it's a different animal. Um, I, I can't, yep. I can't tell her what her high school experience is going to be like because I went to an actual high school. I did not go to a small college for high school. Mm-hmm. So I can only tell her yeah. what my experiences was like, but she's going to experience something completely different. Um, right. And I, you know, there's parts of it that I'm like, I can't get my head around the size, but we have, we know plenty of people who have gone through this, you know, the high school and have, have put it to me in a way that I is calm my fears a little bit saying there's just so much that they can be involved in that they can't help but fit in somewhere. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well that, that's a good way to put it. Oh, That'll yeah. calm me down. And she's got, I mean, she plays basketball and she's got a ton of basketball friends. So she's coming into high school. Again, we have yeah. nine elementary schools. We have three middle schools. They're all converging now as freshmen. Well, she's, and a lot of her friends have a leg up on getting to know people and stuff because they know all these people from the sports yeah. they've been playing. And um, yeah. So I think my, I'm overall super excited. I think she's, I think she's going to kill it. Um, Hell yeah, man. You know. It's just the next chapter. Right. 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 And it's super exciting. Obviously, there's a lot to be worried about. Yeah. But, you know, you know, you've got, you know, a ton of friends who can break some legs. Yep. So, <clears throat> push comes to show. Very true. I'll beat up a 14 year old. No, and I think, you know, I, I think <laughs> my, you know, because obviously boys come into play and, um, you know, she was homecoming dress shopping um, today. Um, Christ. And I know that that's going to happen. And I, I used to, you know, be the, I used to talk big, right? Like if, when boys come around, they're, you know, I'm going to, you know, big 170 pound me is going to intimidate them, but I'm going to do what I can to, you know, show them who's boss or whatever. And I, I've eased on that a little bit because I, tr- I, you know, I fully trust her. I don't trust any boy. Right. Um, I fully no. trust her. And, Never. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've even got, I've even softened to the point where, and I had to do it with Avery where she was getting whatever this, whatever asked out means as a sixth grader, but like boys telling them, her that they like her and stuff. And, um, she was asking how to react because she doesn't like them. Like she hadn't liked any of the boys that had said that. And I'm like, you know, just whatever you do, I just tried to instill in her that it took a lot of guts for that boy to say that. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to scar him. <laughs> you don't want to be the person that, you know, is completely unapproachable or, or whatever you want to say. I just, I'm like, he put himself out there, be super nice to him. Say you want to be his friend, whatever you want to say, but do not crush him, you know, unless he becomes creepy about it, then go ahead. But Absolutely. I don't know I, yeah. I, as a, as a boy, coming from a, a boy's perspective to two daughters i'm like it takes guts right mm-hmm. especially at that age to put yourself out there and tell someone you like them and stuff so it doesn't mean you have to like 100%. them back absolutely not but it does mean no hopefully that you treat them with some respect yeah you know? good for you good. Man. Parent, again parenting man i mean it's you got it down no 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 
I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it, the, the things you have to deal with, it's just constantly evolving, right? It's constantly changing. 100%. It goes from when you have an infant, keep them fed, keep them alive, and, yep. you know, and then it's, man, it just evolves from there. Massively. Yep. And I'm not ready for those conversations, and I hopefully don't ever have to have them. Um, but that's a great way of looking at that. Yeah, because you can have, you know, she has really good friends that are boys, and there's just no, they just aren't, you know, going on the dating yeah. path. And I'm like, that's great. Like, I want, you know, you know, I want that um, for you. I think that's yeah. a, a healthy way to go about things, and you'll enjoy your high school experience that much more. Um, mm-hmm. But again, and, and, you know, it's all about the fact that she's, you know, earned our trust and, uh, right. Yeah. I don't know, but we also know that different challenges will come up and it's not always going to be super easy. Right. So. Without question. Yeah. Well, and that's how it goes yep. is, just a constant dealing with. Yeah. Or the second you let yourself be proud of, of something that you've handled as a parent, next thing comes and smacks you in the face. And then you're like, Oh, that's right. Reality. Mm. Yep. Oh man. So. Well, that's good shit, yeah. man. And you know, like I learned from that. Cause that would not have been my reaction. Right. And you know, for better or worse. Um, but that's another way to look at it, which I think is super helpful, uh, to people out there. Right. Like, you know, Charlie and I are, you know, boy looks at you funny. You let right. me know. Right. Like that's our general mentality. Cause you know, I want to put people in a box and, but at the same time, like, you know, don't turn them into people who hate on girls exactly. and think that they're, you know, like try not to be that way because it was so hard or it took a ton of guts to ask somebody to, to go to a dance or, hey, you want to go to a movie or whatever that may be. Um, well, when I think about it, as far as the other parent, like the parents of the boys, uh, 100%. you know, think about once Jack gets old enough to like, you don't want him to come home crushed and, and like, my gosh, I'm never doing, I'm never talking to another girl in my life. So I think about that. I'm like, I don't want my daughter to be the one that, you know, but again, it's that balance of, you don't, you don't have to, just because a boy asks you out and I know it feels good to be liked or whatever. doesn't mean you have to like him, but it, it should mean that you're, um, a good human about it. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. All right, brother. Yeah, man. Um, we've gone, uh, essentially another hour <laughs> and, and this is why, like, you know, I want to have you guys on often because a right. Uh, as I stated before, all my friends are just the fucking best and I could talk to you guys forever. So, um, I appreciate you taking the time as always, uh, sitting down here and talking about some real shit yeah, this man. time outside of, you know, slapping me in the face right. or, you know, 
you're you drive too close to a steering wheel. So we'll always do that uh, in, on any of these episodes if uh, if you're listening. Um, but we're also gonna get into some stuff that matters on occasion, um, or not on occasion, every time. So. I will learn, I will get better, and we're going to try not to make these two-hour podcasts uh, every time we do it, but that's also like what can happen right. um, when you're talking to your boys and or just people you know and you have real conversations, and I think that's, again, the old, my ultimate goal is to have these and have these more often, and whether I learn from them or you learn from them or whoever's listening learns from them, you know, that's all I want to have, that's all I want to see out of this, so... Well, I- I had a blast and, and I appreciate you again. It was an honor for me to be the first guest. I mean, that's, you know, means a lot. So, uh, absolutely, man. I appreciate you more than, you know, um, love you for everything. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I would say, you know, you can't, you know, like share, subscribe <laughs> or you can't, I can, um, I can subscribe, but you can't share right. it. Right. <laughs> um, but if oh, you can, you know what I'm going to do for you, Jeff, I'm going to write some letters yeah. and I'm going to see. Oh man. Will they be strongly worded or just in general heartfelt? Just heartfelt, maybe strongly worded depending on who I'm talking to, but I'm going to mail those out via the post office and they get to the people they're going to know. (laughs) They'll they'll throw it away and be like, who writes letters? (laughs) No. So if you would, uh, I would appreciate it. Um, For sure. It should be on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you uh, listen to a podcast. So uh, with that, Nick, uh, again, thank you for everything, brother. Um, For sure, man. Thank you. And and until next time, everybody be good. Good. All right.